welcome back to My Sister Made Me View It, the Roswell 1999 edition. My name is Emily, and I should be working on my book. My name is Megan, and I should be scooping the cat box. <laughs> but instead... Instead? We're making a podcast. We're making a podcast. Should I... Should I do the Benoit Blanc voice yes. for the duration of this you casted pod? <laughs> should, because it's amazing. So we saw Glass Onion and liked it. Yes. I'm so mad. I'm so, so mad that Rian Johnson did two good movies. And another movie he did wasn't that good. Yeah. But I'm not going to say which one it is. <laughs> I don't give a f- His name was Star Wars. <laughs> Oh, well, we are recording this the day before it's supposed to go out. We've had family in town. We did Thanksgiving and Christmas on the same day. The same day. And we went to the aquarium that day, and too. And we went to the zoo. On a different day. On a different day. <laughs> Man, what else have we done? Played We've a lot of video games. A lot of video games. Gotten all my nieces hooked on a violent made-for-grown-ups <laughs> game. Sorry, And Lauren. their mom. And their mom. That's different. But yeah, it's been a really fun couple of weeks. They were playing Lego Harry Potter later. I, I've, I'm like, listen, I dug deep and I got, I have two rated E for everyone sets of games that I got for free off the PlayStation store. And I'm like, we can set them on those. And then the five-year-old comes up to me later and she goes, I don't want to watch them play Harry Potter. And I was like, okay. She's like. I want to watch them play Horizon. And I'm like, uh, she's like, I want to see Aloy. And I'm like, um, uh, maybe later. We stopped before we got to the proving, okay? I did not make my nieces watch a massacre. I'm sure their parents thank you for yes. that. Oh, and Roswell. Then- Roswell. So this is season two, episode 15 of Viva Las Vegas. And we're pretty sure this must have been a mid-season opener. Yeah. Because I think it's really clever how they open it up. And it's Maria basically giving a couple minute, yeah, a couple minute spiel about like, here's what's been going on and here's what we've been up to and here's things that you need to know. And I thought that was a really clever way to get the audience like into it. This was a fun episode. Yes. I, yes, this was very fun. And I really love the bit with, Jim Valenti at the end. <laughs> Does he get to be sheriff again? Didn't I think the FBI he's sheriff lady? by now. Yeah, yeah. She promised his job back. I was thinking there'd be like some sort of swearing in ceremony. A swearimony, if you will. <laughs> I won't. Fine. Roll the tape! <laughs> so, yeah, Maria gives us a total flashback of, hey, here's what's happening. But the overall conceit of this episode, Viva Las Vegas, mm-hmm. overall conceit of this episode is Michael got a ton of money uh, paying him off to not claim his clone grandfather's DNA, basically mm-hmm. saying, oh, I'm not going to be an heir for this. Mm-hmm. They gave him 50K to keep him quiet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to use this for anything. Let's go to Vegas for a weekend and just spend it all. And so it's just our group of teens hanging out in Vegas. It's going to be fun. <laughs> um, so we were talking a little bit about this Um like in between watching this and and yes sorry in the previously on there was a big pile of clay that got turned into a sculpture of a man Uh uh-huh when did that happen okay this is gonna sound dumb it's either max or michael that does it 
Mm-hmm. I think it was Max. I think it's when, I think it's from the beginning when Liz just found out and was asking about their powers. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so really quick, we were talking about this a little bit. The idea of just blowing a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Does that make you feel good or not good? feel good. Well, okay. Do you know what? Um, as we're watching this, I really hate the, in sitcoms, when you get like a ton of money and then you just lose it by the end of the episode because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, look, we're disrupting the status quo in a huge way. Just kidding. Back to the way things always were. But I thought this was like a really good reason for Michael not to want this money. He's mm-hmm. like, listen, it's, they just paid me off to disown, you know, my family. I'm not even really related to that guy. I feel weird about this money. I didn't mind it. Uh, in fact, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It gave me anxiety. Like a lot of things give me anxiety. Uh, because I'm just like, no, you have money like that. You put it in the bank. But Meg and I just had a conversation where I talked about how excited I was to go and spend a lot of money in a few weeks. Because we're we're going to go to Disneyland. We're going to go to Disneyland. And Emily's finally going to get to ride Rise of the Resistance. I have tried so many times, so many times to ride it. And it was back when it was the weird, the weird here's a lottery the digital cue everyone gets together and you know huddles together at the beginning of the day and there's a few yells in the crowd of like i got it and yeah we've got to rope drop like twice trying to get in and Mm -hmm. it just never happened for us nope so this time will be different yes um then i get to go to avengers campus which i feel like i've been to in spirit because every time megan goes we mark a well, no, we we video chat with each other, and she takes me on a tour of all the cool stuff there. So now I get to go in person. Yay. So that'll be really fun. Anyways, so yeah, mm, it depends on what mood I'm in. If I'm mm-hmm. gonna spend a lot of money or not. <laughs> really quick, but also before we start this episode, I want to remind everyone that Future Max, when he came to visit Liz, told her that he and Liz eloped to Las Vegas to you, be married. Yes. So remember that. Did you? Okay, so we open up with Michael and Max running through the hall. Like we're opening in like in media, media res. res. I knew it. I knew it. Um, but we're getting the idea that someone's chasing them. Other people have already died. Like they don't know what they want. And it turns out that this is a nightmare that Michael's having. But did you? Yes. I I figured it was a dream when he said Isabel's gone. Because okay. I'm like, they wouldn't kill her off off screen. Mm-hmm. And then and then Max started getting very intently staring into Michael's face. And I'm like, okay, yeah, dream, dream sequence. But you guys, uh, Michael's having a bit of a hard time. Yeah. He's got some of the pizzid. That's PTSD. I that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got the pizzid. This, okay, so we've talked about this before, how you're just like, I know you don't like this show very much. I, I totally That's get it. no one's fault. <laughs> it's nobody's fault. Um, this is the era that I grew up watching. This buddy-buddy, everybody gets along, you know, people are there for each other sort of uh-huh, a thing. Uh-huh. And so uh, what Michael does is he goes to Max and is basically like, I can't do it anymore. We're leaving. We're going on a trip. You and me together. This is it. Michael got shot last episode. <gasps> he did. That's right. Sorry. He was dramatically grabbing his arm after the, the nightmare. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this poor boy. 
Yeah. Was that Michael gets the worst deal out of any of them. And I cannot wait till we cover the Star Wars Extended Universe. We can talk about the Zane and Michael parallels. Okay. I love Michael and Max's friendship because Michael just busts into Max's room at, you know, dark o'clock dark in the morning. Dark o'clock in the morning and it's just like freaking out being like, we gotta go, we gotta go. And Max is like, yes, we will. Let me take care of it though so that no one's gonna come looking for us. Like, let me get ahead of potential problems that we could have so that we can fix this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which listen i love that in a man listen you've you've got to have planning and impulse friends need to merge in order to unleash their full potential i love it because you got to have impulse for fun and planning for logistics and then you can have coordinated fun and it's great <laughs> i'm the impulse sister Emily's the planning sister. Is it me, Travis? Is it, is it me? It's not Travis. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Michael says we're going to go to Vegas, which I feel is like, uh, you know, a really great choice for them where mm-hmm. it's like, it's a place of no rules, you know. It's pretty close to Roswell. Mm-hmm. Actually, did we check and see? They flew though, right? Because they yes. spent money on airline tickets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what follows next is something they tried to do in, do we meet Tess in season one? Yes, yeah. at the very end of season okay. one. Something they tried to do with, in one of the Tess episodes that I liked very much, where we go from one person to the next and they're doing like this great plan to follow Tess and like at the end of this cascade we get her being like, why are you following me? Mm-hmm. But something that happens is this funny kind of comedic scene where we see every single person in the friend group finds out about Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think like, uh, who is it that wants to come first? Is it Kyle that wants to come first? And they're like, oh, it's an aliens only trip. And then he mentions it to Tess that, oh, I wish I could go. I think Isabel finds out first. Okay. Isabel and then Tess, we'll, we'll get there. But, but yeah, it's, and to me, I was so surprised that Michael was so cool with it. Mm -hmm. Like I was so surprised. Alien powers. We just saw alien powers. Michael uses alien powers to seal shut his locker. And again, my campaign for more casual use of alien powers mm-hmm. is is ongoing. But yes, uh, Isabel overhears them talking about it first. And then Max is like, well, Michael and I are going to Vegas because he needs a break. And Isabel's like, um, excuse me. I also need a break. Sidebar. Grey's anatomy sidebar. <laughs> you were talking about amount of money that stresses you out yes. remember when isabel had a check for like eight million dollars and kept it on the fridge on the fridge <laughs> you can buy new fridge toast all right we return from our gray's anatomy tangent kyle finds out from michael that that's what's going on and he's told that it's i think carrie's told it's aliens yeah. only because yeah because michael is reading a book about gambling and <laughs> Michael just tells him that Max is, is making plans for leaving. And then he tells Kyle, all right, he tells Kyle it's aliens only. And then Kyle tells Tess, oh, are you going on the aliens trip? And then Tess is like, oh my gosh, it's so great. You're planning a trip just for aliens to go to Las Vegas. And they're I've like, never uh, been. I've never been. <laughs> and basically what Michael thought was going to be a fun trip for just he and Max ends up being the entire friend group. Yep. And yeah. Maria's reasoning for why she needs to come 
is because she can spend money like nobody's business. She's very good at spending money. Very good at spending money. And so everyone is so excited. And I'm, again, I'm so surprised how chill Michael is about this. Like, I guess he's like, listen, if we're going to blow it, it doesn't matter who spends it. Just Mm -hmm. as long as people spend it. So I don't know if this is just inflation or me, like, living in California. 50000 doesn't seem like that much for six people to go on a trip to Las Vegas. Like, Yeah, if they're going to, like, split it evenly yeah, or whatever. Do you want to check? What's inflation? What would $50,000 in 2000 buy in Vegas today? Let's see. Inflation. Let's try inflation calculator. Um, okay. So if in the year 2000, I purchase an item for $50,000. Then in 2022, oh, that's 500000 ah! Sorry. <laughs> I thought that was the inflation. I'm like, that can't be it. Okay, so $50,000 in in the year 2000 in today's money would be $86,443.38. <sighs> okay, yeah, yeah. That's much more reasonable. That's yeah. that's emotionally closer to hundred <laughs> Uh So Maria books a fancy suite hotel and everything instantly, and then she tells Liz. And Liz is me. Yeah. She's like, Vegas isn't my idea of fun. Like, listen, I enjoy Vegas. I like the Bellagio uh-huh. fountains. I like the Marvel Museum. I like those sort of things. But, like, we're not gambling people. We don't go for gambling. I mean, they have great shows there. I went and saw Donnie. I went and saw Donnie and Marie. I've seen Cirque du Soleil. You've been to Vegas much more often than I have. Mm-hmm. I just, I drive straight through it on my road trips. Yeah. Um, but I, okay, I don't know if in the year 2000, because I know there was a really big campaign to make Vegas more family friendly. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that was. I apologize, listeners. Disney and, did the same thing to Broadway around yes. that time period mm-hmm. to try and clean it up so they can make a billion dollars with um, Beauty and the Beast on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And The Lion King. Uh, yes, but I was saying Beauty and the Beast came first. Oh, that's right. And so I don't know what Vegas they're going to. I don't know if it's still like the skeezy. Because we went when we were younger. Uh-huh. And you had to be really careful, like, because people were just handing out. Yeah, things. just like, hey, here's a coupon for a hooker. You want one, right? <laughs> and I'm like, uh. Um, but I also remember seeing that cool live pirate show outside. Yes, that was cool. And the song they played at the Bellagio was uh, Luck Be a Lady. And I... I like my pearls hot. Those can't be the lyrics. <laughs> I like my pearls hot. I don't know that song. Okay, well, they played it. <laughs> but she's she's trying to, Liz is trying to tell Maria no. Um, because her and Max got married there in the original timeline. Mm-hmm. Which Maria knows about. Yeah, uh, She's the only one that knows about future Max. Um, and she also, wait, does she, oh, when and does she, future Max come back from the future war? <laughs> um, she also knows, Maria also knows that Liz did not sleep with Kyle. Yeah. Because remember, virgins, yay! Yay! <laughs> Maria's telling her, like, listen, yeah, that happened to you in a different lifetime, you marrying Max. It didn't happen in this one, so just come, don't let this ruin your fun. Uh-huh. And so, Yeah. But I don't know the lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) But I do have the high score on the Just Dance file on our parents' week. Hey, 
I'm, I'm proud of you. Which I think is long gone. I think mom got rid of it. I think she did, yeah. But by fifth period... Everybody knows. Everybody knows and everybody is there. And Max has put everybody's name down. It's like, hey, you're going to this debate team. You're doing this. Like he, Max is a good planner and has figured this out. Okay. Can we talk about my short lived tenure on my high school debate team? Yes. So they needed someone on debate team because someone had dropped out. It was a, a partner's event and I was partnered up with this girl and... One of the things that I really hated about debate is you have to argue both sides of an argument. Okay. And you have to look up, you know, get a bunch of materials for the pro side of the debate and the con side of the debate. Because when you go to the actual event, you do not know which side you're going to argue. Mm. So I showed up and this partner was very intense. And I was talking with her before we were doing our first meet because my friend's mom ran the debate team at our school, which is like how I got involved in it. And, uh, I showed up and was like, okay, what are we arguing today? And I can't remember if it was like, should we have pennies or like some sort of medical, whatever. I don't remember what topic we were debating that day, but I said, hey, you know, partner's name, where's our pro folder? You've only brought the con folder. And she says, oh, we're not going to argue pro today. And I'm like, it's a coin toss. And she's like, yeah, but... We're only going to argue con today. Oh, no. And I'm like, you have no control over that. So we go to our first event. We lose the coin toss. We have to argue the side we do not have the folder for. And we have to argue against last year's state debate champions. (laughs) It was horrible. And we were crushed so badly that, yeah, we were just crushed. Did you just look at her the whole time? I was just so like, mad. look at her. Uh, I was, I did my best. And you, you guys, you listen to our podcast. You know, <laughs> I can just talk. But these two dudes crushed us. Embarrassing. Although I did walk home with the first place trophy for uh, prose and poetry dramatic reading. <gasps> what did you read? I, the Highwayman. So, you did? So I did. <laughs> I recited The Highwayman. But here's the wild thing about this. <laughs> You were not allowed to memorize your entry. You had to do a dramatic reading. I had to have a script in front of me. <laughs> so I believe I did, you know, I think I did the Jabberwocky. Okay. And then I Classic. read a passage out of Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. And since I like hadn't memorized any, basically I crushed it. I won first place. It's a trophy of a woman in a business suit. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> but after that, I went to the, I went to the coach and I was like, I can't, I can't be with this partner anymore. I can't do debate anymore. And it turns out that um, this girl, several of her other partners have quit because she was like this. So there you go. That's my story of like the one event I went to on my high school debate team. Good job. Thanks. I was never brave enough to do debate. Someone looks at me funny and I cry. Like, I can't do debate. Unless she's playing nerds. And then all of a sudden she's got this heart of steel. You guys, I did something bad. I tried to jump scare Emily on purpose while you're playing nerds. Nothing. Did it work? Because I was so focused, which is a direct contradiction to the last week where we were watching the class on right listen it's a it's a mystery it's a murder mystery so whenever i figure something out i go and then emily goes you can't do that to me and i'm like i'm not doing it to you i'm just doing it next to you i'm 
sorry that I ruined sorry. your enjoyment. I They're really oh, no, you didn't me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll toughen you up. We'll toughen me up. We'll watch more murder mysteries. <laughs> okay. All right. So everybody's going to Vegas. <laughs> okay, Michael. Let's let's comment on Michael's hair. It's he getting looks, longer this yeah. season. And he looks like a gangster from the 30s. Uh, but it is it is longer and it is slicked back with hair gel. But yeah, so Max has them all signed up on the, like their names are on the list of kids who are going on the field trip bus for a two-day meeting in Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. None of them have told their parents or guardians. Nope. And they're just going to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And Maria has chartered, I guess, I don't know if they're... A limousine, maybe? Yeah, but, like, there's, like, a dude there in, like, the hat, the chauffeur outfit with, like, the sign being, like, I'm here for you guys, Mm -hmm. so. I will say, though, I was worried because Liz shows up very last, Mm -hmm. so I'm like, oh, no, Max didn't put her on the debate list. Yeah. Hugh doesn't know she's coming. I thought that was going to be their undoing. Something Mm. else. (laughs) Foreshadowing. Yeah. But, yeah. Viva Las Vegas. What is your favorite Vegas in a movie or TV show appearance? Sister Act. No, that's Reno. That's Reno. It's Reno. I know, but I was also (laughs) going to say Sister Act and then say, but that's Reno. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, that is great. I love the Bones episode. It's one of the first episodes where they go undercover. Mm -hmm. Is that the dancing the dancing one? No, that's no. the underground boxing ring. Yes, 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 yes. And where it turns out Bones can do this really great transatlantic accent. Mm-hmm. And she's like, come on, I want to see a fight. And she pulls a whole wad of cash out of her bra. And Booth is like, who are you? <laughs> what about you? Can you think of anything besides sister? I just said Bones. <laughs> Your turn. I can't think of anything. Oh, uh, Mormon Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Oh, so uh, there's a lot of different versions of Pride and Prejudice. Uh, someone did a... Pink Pride and We call it Pink Pride and Prejudice. And it's obviously the story of Pride and Prejudice set at... They never say BYU and they never say Mormon, but that's definitely what it is. Well, actually... What? If you go into the DVD menu mm-hmm. and you go to like the uh, scene selection, you go to like the second or third page of scene selection and you... Uh, navigate around Mm -hmm. you'll find a little symbol of a green shield it's something called a ctr ring it stands for choose the right and if you select the ctr ring a secret edit of the movie will play in which all of the mormon and lds terminology is put back into the cut i love that yep and so uh mr collins he calls everybody like you know sister bennett you know, brother, what's Darcy's last name? Bingley. Brother Darcy. It's just Darcy is his last name. Brother Darcy. <laughs> and he goes on and on and on about his mission president, President DeBerg. <laughs> so. But uh, Lydia ends up running away with Wickham to Las Vegas. Yeah. And that's kind of like their big money moment is like uh-huh. all these shots going down the street and someone gets left behind and he's running down the street in vegas and also i think that's a green screen shot the running oh now i'm gonna watch it and see and just pretend it's listeners <laughs> write in how many of you have seen this very niche film this very specific filmed in utah pride and prejudice <laughs> 
Anyway, that's the only one I can think of now. Okay. I'm sure I'll think of more later, but um, they're all there. And Michael uh, alien magics everybody's IDs into terrible IDs. Yeah. He, he picks, like, really dumb, terrible pun names. And most of them are based off of... Drinks. Alcohol drinks. We've got Shirley Temple. Harvey Wallbanger. Pina Colada. Margarita Salt. Like, this is not going to fool anybody. Like, they are not. Anyways, I was... This was the one thing I was mad about, Michael. I'm like, put some thought into it. Put some thought into this. But he Mm -hmm. gives everybody three grand and tells them that you have to spend it all. No keeping it. And... Me and Max are going to do our own thing. You guys go do whatever you want. Me and Max are on a date and the rest (laughs) of you need to butt out. (laughs) What would you do in Vegas? Like if you had like that, that time period equivalent. Okay. Fancy restaurant. Uh, do the rides, Mm -hmm. you know, like the roller coasters and stuff. They have a hot air balloon in Vegas. They do. But I don't know if it is, if it's just for show or whatever, but it's rentable. Yeah. One of my favorite ones is the the Paris one, the Eiffel Tower one, because uh-huh. they have the best gift shop out okay. of everybody's, and it's just all cute stuff. Um, but yeah, I've never. It's not that I'm not comfortable gambling; it's that I will lose. It's because I'm not good at it. You know what? I would set aside a certain number of quarters to do a slot machine. I do slot machines, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, no blackjack, no. It's not called rigmarole. Crabs? Nope. Nope. It's the it's the little round white ball that mm-hmm. goes around the and black you bet and red. on red or black yep. or whatever. It's not called rigmarole. No, What's it's it called? Not. Let me look it up. <laughs> this one. What's the name of that red and black table? Gambling game with spinning wheel. No, that's not. <laughs> That'll help. Spin- roulette. 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 <laughs> French for small wheel. <laughs> Uh, everyone kind of splits up maria's gonna go do spa stuff uh liz is worried because they she and tess okay so she and tess compared to isabel yeah look like they're in two completely different age brackets and so isabel's able to just walk right in because she looks like a model and uh the tess and, and liz are stopped and carded and obviously it's very clear that yeah. They're faking it, you know, and Liz immediately folds. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, officer. I'm 17. I'm 17. We're going to go play in the arcade. That's what we're going to do. And Kyle is so excited because he studied this. Like, he's prepared for this. Out of all of them, he could do it. Yeah. He could win big. And I thought like that AP Statistics guy, Alex. Nope. Yes. Yes. I thought AP Statistics guy, Alex, was going to get in trouble for cheating cards. For counting cards. Well, but oh, he's he, also terrible at it. Yeah. And he bets all of his money immediately and loses all of his money immediately. immediately. Which, listen, again, I can't do it. I, I can't. I I don't have that kind of relationship with money. It's mine. I will keep it unless I am buying Disney souvenirs. So as someone who's played a lot of Merge Dragons... <laughs> And there's an area of Merged Dragons that's a tower where every floor, you have a one in four chance of picking a losing box, but you have a three in four chance of picking a winning box. I'll be like, okay, I will play this many. And if you pick a losing box, you can pay to go to the next floor. 
and you have to pay more. It's not money, but gems, which you do buy with money. So technically it has money. Whatever. <laughs> but I will say, uh, it's like 50 stories tall, and I've never let myself go above floor 15. Because I'm like, it's just not going to be worth it. So maybe I could take you gambling sometime, even though I've never been myself. <laughs> okay. And we'll start with $1,000, but we're only going to gamble $200 of it. Okay. And if we make a profit or a loss, it'll only be that $200. And I'll use the rest to take you to all-you-can-eat surf and turf. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> Patrons, we will use our first $1,000 from Patreon. <laughs> To go gambling. To go to Vegas. (laughs) Anyway, Maria finds, Maria's going to go to the spa. She finds something in the spa locker room, an audition paper. Mm -hmm. And she starts being, I think, very unfair to Michael. Okay. Where she's like, I'm going to do this big audition. And if you don't come with me to this audition, which could be my huge big break right now. And then she emotionally punishes him when he said no. Even though, like... This was his plan. This was his everything. This is what he wants to do. Yeah. And and he does make up for it by the end of the episode. Spoilers. But, like, I never want to date someone like Maria, ever. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I'm a person where I'm like, oh, something's important to me. I will even go do it by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm a very independent person. I don't, like... I hate the idea of saying, if you don't do this thing that's important to me, you don't love me. Yeah, because people might not be in the right headspace. Or people might, you know, you don't know what they're doing in their lives at that moment. Michael is going through something and is working through it the way he wants to work through it. No one I know wants to sit down and watch all ten rock musical Bleach concerts (laughs) with me in a row. That doesn't mean they don't love me. That means they just... Don't like my hobby. That's not, yeah. So, um, so that's Maria's story is she's like, oh, I'm going to go do this audition and she's going to end up taking Alex with her because Alex already lost his 3K. But Isabel's story, Emily, what, who does she see in distress on the gambling floor? There is a woman who is there to elope and someone bumped into her and spilled red wine on her dress. Red, red wine red red wine did i sing it wrong no i just made it oh okay i was like does it actually go up (laughs) instead of down um but isabel through casual use of alien magic gets the wine out of the dress and meets the groom who's blindfolded so he can't see the bride in her gown Mm -hmm. and the handsome best man who is an adult. Who is an adult. Very much an adult. In his defense, he thinks she has to be at least 21 to get in here. Yeah. But she ends up agreeing to be the maid of honor in this Vegas wedding. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well, so put a pin in that because Maria's having her Vegas audition and she's singing to be a showgirl and she sings pretty good. She sings, I got the world on a string. And she teaches Alex the piano chords, and he accompanies her. But Emily, this audition goes south. Why? Because the person auditioning her asks her to take off her clothes. Why would he say something so inappropriate? It's because she's auditioning to be a stripper. And she did not read the flyer very hard. She did not read the the flyer right. And But I love that Alex, like, 
comes to her rescue because the dude is just like because he's you know they play him up as very sleazy you know yeah and alex like stands up and he's like hey you treat her like a lady and yeah anyway i love it i'll treat it like a stripping lady because that's what she's auditioning for (laughs) give me this flyer (laughs) new talent big money oh byo (laughs) g-string Whoops. Whoops. So there's some disappointment there. <laughs> do you know where else there's disappointment? I do not think Max is having a fun time in Vegas. He is not. Because Michael is y- casual use of alien powers. <laughs> cheating. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I thought you wanted to get rid of this money, sir. But he is doing the the rolling dice game. Uh, I don't know what that I is. I think that one is craps. Okay. And he keeps rolling sevens <laughs> let's take a thousand dollars to go gambling what's the spinning wheel called <laughs> what's the one with the dice called oh <laughs> uh, and so max is very uncomfortable and very worried and like the the house is coming and like they're changing out the dice they're doing all this stuff and they actually come in and like drag michael and max away oh man yeah listen my favorite didn't actually happen in vegas okay but there was a movie i was working on Mm -hmm. and it got rewritten after i left so the scene does not exist this version of the movie does not exist Mm -hmm. but they went to macau um and there was a big gambling hall and there was a huge action sequence inside of a casino that was just so cool and it culminated in a gigantic fish tank being exploded <laughs> and unfortunately it never made it past the storyboarding phase and i would re- i really would have liked to see that version of the movie i think the the version they finished just wasn't like it <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna say different they 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 fired uh the director and the head of story who were originally on the movie and then rewrote it and so sad it was sad but anyway liz is trying to forget her worries and her woes in vegas and uh again again emily yes her and max did not have to break up because future max was like we were together and tess was left out and because we left tess out that's why the future went wrong Mm -hmm. so past liz breaks up with max and then has made no additional effort to be nice to Tess, who's clearly... She was nicer to fake Tess than she was to real Tess. So Liz, and Liz is kind of like mean to Tess stuck in the arcade. And she's like, I don't like being stuck here with you. Mm-hmm. Fine, good. And the two girls fight. I think this arcade set is inside the UFO Center. I would believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the wedding happens. And she invited uh, Tracy and Glenn up to a reunion, like, to a small reception in the fancy loft. And, uh, Isabel is hanging out with Dave. And is, is lying to him about how old she is still. So she can hang out with Dave. So, kind of, the rest of, uh, Isabel's storyline is she's kind of deciding whether or not she's going to go all the way like it's never said but it's heavily implied and i was really surprised they did that with a teen do you think there's a moment where she said i can't do that dave (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah she ends up you think she's she's gonna go sleep with them but it ends up not and and you can just tell like she's kind of on the cusp of like 
her life is like, mm-hmm. you know, she just went through that thing with Grant, Grant getting murdered, losing Grant. And I feel like Isabel's kind of like starting to realize she's kind of outgrowing. She got emotionally shot in the shoulder last she did. episode. <laughs> Michael she... got physically shot. Isabel got emotionally shot. But Michael calls the honeymoon suite. And it's his really pissed off girlfriend. And she finds out she was auditioning to be a stripper. She's very cranky about that. And she's like, that wouldn't have happened if you'd been with me. And I'm like, Maria, big fat lie. That would not have happened if you had read the flyer. Like, she, what happened to Maria? She was so, she's still cool. I'm not saying she's not. But like, she used to be very emotionally mature. And now she's like, when they did the rewrite of everybody over summer vacation, when they kind of rewrote everybody's character, mm-hmm. they made her like really demanding and selfish. And like, I don't, I don't, I don't like that everything has to be a gifts of the Magi with her. <laughs> but she's like, if you don't sacrifice everything. And I'm trying to think how to like make it work, how that still works. I'm just like, if you're raised by a single mom, you've got to stand up for yourself and say what you want. And yeah. like, there's no, like, I'm not defending this character decision or whatever but i'm thinking it still kind of works with her so Mm -hmm. um and so maria is she's got to collect everybody's chips to get enough money to bail she finally agrees to bail uh max and if there's enough money michael out of prison (laughs) and so kyle's like absolutely not i'm on a hot streak and maria turns to the dealer and says He's in Gamblers Anonymous, and I'm his sponsor. And it's apparently casino policy to immediately <laughs> cut someone off after that. Oh, another Grey's Anatomy tangent. I'm ready. So Richard's in Alcoholics Anonymous for yes. ages. Uh-huh. And he is really, really struggling um, at, at one point in the story, just having a really hard time. And he finds there's a dive bar that takes AA chips, sobriety chips, and gives you a flight of free shots in exchange for your chips. I hate that. Yeah, and he goes there, and you think this is going to be, oh my gosh, he's finally going to start drinking, and no, Richard, no. (laughs) Instead, he takes a baseball bat to the bar (gasps) and destroys it, and I'm like... (laughs) yes Richard (laughs) that's the one good thing you've ever done in your life oh oh, tune in listeners tune in in 15 years when Emily and I cover until we're old and grays we're gonna do all of Grey's Anatomy I think we're we're gonna wait until Grey's stops airing and then we'll cover it are we gonna do private practice as well yes okay cool and station 19 yes we're gonna do literally (laughs) all of it in release order I love that and we're going to watch the web series about the interns that started airing around, I don't know, season 12 or 14 or whatever. Cool. <sighs> anyway, Max and Michael are Jailhouse in prison. Jailhouse Blues. And it's lit all fancy and red it's and It's lit like, like cell block tango. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so sad no one started singing. Uh, he had it coming. Anyway, Michael is mad at Max for lecturing him about getting them in jail. <laughs> And the two of them start to fight. Mm-hmm. And Michael is being a little unfair in this scene as well. I agree. I agree because Max supported him in all of this. And then Michael was doing stuff that was going to expose them, expose their powers. Yeah. He's, he's basically like, uh, he's basically like, 
hey, Max, there's this TV show I really, really love, and I want you to watch it with me and do a podcast about it. And Max is like, okay. And we're at a season and a half in, and Michael's like, I wanted you to enjoy this. <laughs> is that what it's like? That's a little bit like that, but Michael's unreasonable and Emily's not. <laughs> Thank you. But he's like trying to say, Michael's basically trying to be, oh, Max, we used to be such good friends and and you're here, but you're not really here. You don't you're care about me You're not supporting me, me enough. Yeah. Which, okay, listen. I, I get where he's coming from. I don't yeah. agree with the way he's handling it. Agreed. But yeah, he did go through. He got shot. He, you know, had to go. Uh, just so much stuff has happened to them. You know, yeah. they, finding out his clone and just like he really did need to go blow off some steam. But the way he was going to do it, he needs Max to yeah. pull him back. Like the way Michael did it. I mean, did land them in jail. Yeah, and so the the screaming comes to a head when Michael says, I got shot. And Max says, I know, I healed you. And Michael's like, oh, no, you just waved your hand over me like a robot. You're a robot, Max. You wouldn't know the first thing it takes to really heal me. And that's when I said, go to therapy. <laughs> Real therapy, not therapy where you, because Max was in therapy last season and he just lied about everything. So anyway, Max and Michael are mad at each other. Yeah. They've been bailed out. And Max is looking for the first flight out. And Michael doesn't care at all. And it's, it's, I hated it. I hate when people fight. I hate when people can't express what they're really feeling and respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, listen, people can be mad. People can be sad. You can't change the way they feel, and sometimes they just have to feel their feelings. And that's great. Emily and I had a little bit of a tiff yesterday. A little bit of one. But we we said stuff, and then we let us feel our feelings, and then we talked about it the next day, and it was great. Because we're evolved. <laughs> we're healed. <laughs> we feel sad. I feel sad. <laughs> Anyway, she's going to tell her therapist how mature we were. I actually was going to be like, look how well we handled this. I'm so proud of us. I am proud of us. Anyway, Maria really, really, really wants Max to stay because she's planned a fancy dinner and has bought outfits for everyone. Which, listen, I want to go on a trip with Maria. Like, as kind of awful as she is sometimes, she knows, she does know how to spend money. That wasn't her just making it up listen i do want to buy a house someday so when i well you got to stop playing merge dragons no <laughs> merge dragons is going to be my horrible vice and i'm going to keep it until the day i die okay. or listen my horrible vice <laughs> my horrible vice used to be the kingdom hearts mobile game but they shut that off forever during the height of the pandemic what? and i'm like what else is there <laughs> So sad. They replaced it with something else, like Kingdom Hearts A Dark Road. But I'm like, I don't care about these characters. I don't care about these. Bring me. <laughs> I was very sad. They didn't even leave, like, an offline version you can still play. It's just, like, oh, gone forever. Sorry. And I spent way lots of money on that. <laughs> I've been playing that one since, oh, my gosh. I was, when I was working down in Florida. Like, that's how long I've been oh. playing it. 
That's a long time. It's a lot of money. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is, when I finally sell a show and it gets greenlit, mm-hmm. not just optioned, because I've optioned stuff before, but when it gets greenlit and it gets made and I start making the big monies, most of it has to go to maybe I'll buy a house someday. Okay. But I'll take a chunk of it and we'll go and do a thing. Maybe okay. we'll go on a cruise. Okay. Do you want to come on the writing series yes! first? Because okay. we're going to Alaska and I've always wanted to go to Alaska. All right. So Max is all up in his feelings and he goes down into the arcade and finds Liz playing pinball. pinball. And she, apparently she's been doing it for six hours. And has just been okay. using like $3,000 worth of quarters. Yeah. <laughs> so... We were told 17 and under have to go to the arcade, right? And this is a great shot, but I'm wondering, why do they have an Elvis Chapel advertisement in the miners' area? Just for atmosphere? I think it's 100% because of this shot with Michael standing in front of it. Yeah. So. (laughs) I am so mad. I was going to declare at the end of the episode that I would get a trophy for getting the names right all the way through. And I'm so (laughs) mad. Okay, new record though. 50 minutes before I messed up a name. (sighs) Listeners, don't write in. I don't want to hear it. (sighs) Anyway. The lighting is beautiful in this. Can I just say that? A lot of solid colors with blue backgrounds and nice strong pinks and reds on our characters Mm -hmm. um and so there's a bit where liz actually points out the poster and laughs and says who would even want to get married in an Elvis chapel and max goes haha not me not in this lifetime and then it just gets so sad looking Mm -hmm. and i'm really intrigued at this next part uh because he tells her goodbye see you in roswell and he walks away because he has a plane to catch um and he goes out to the front of the hotel and sees a bride and groom get out of the taxi. And he he stops and he looks back. And he watches them kind of be all lovey-dovey, you know, and swinging his bride around. And then everything kind of goes slow motion. And the couple transforms into him and Liz. And I don't know if this is him just being like, oh... I could see that happening to us in the future, or if he is seeing this is what, yeah, yeah. Keep a pin in it, I guess. We'll find out. Well, we cut to fancy dinner, which looks like it's being held in a gymnasium. Yeah. But everyone looks amazing. Uh, There's a live band, you know, everyone, they're on the floor, they're eating, when I say on the floor, there's several tiers of tables and they're the closest to the band like maria has really gone all out on this um and she knows what michael is sad about and she says hey i'm sorry max didn't make like she's aware enough i think she gets caught up in the excitement and she gets caught up in a lot of things uh that kind of make her forget Mm -hmm. to be nice yeah (laughs) i think that's what it is i think she just forgets to be nice not that she's a mean person Mm -hmm. but it's always a choice to be kind or to be cruel and sometimes she just forgets (laughs) anyway um but but michael's like ugh, i'm still hungry and she's like you had lobster he's like i'm still hungry give me the money i'm gonna go to the fast food joint so he gets up and just leaves her at the table and liz sees that that Maria's a little cranky about this. But Maria's talking about, I'm so worried. I want to be a worldly, fancy woman, but 
but Michael's trapped in the world of armpit farts and PlayStation. And I'm like, lady, don't knock it till you've tried it. <laughs> I'd say as someone with at least five platinum trophies. <laughs> did you know You're a Etsy? catch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did I show you the meme from a manga called Chainsaw Man when we were at the aquarium? That's a girl talking yes. about. Okay, uh-huh. so there's a panel from Chainsaw Man. And the girl with dark hair is like saying... The word for starfish derives etymologically from the word star in many other languages. In French, blah, blah, blah. And then down at the bottom, it's like, he's certainly falling for me right now. Even the people at the work at the aquarium do not have information this good. And that's how I am at, like, these public places (laughs) and stuff. But, um... Etsy. You can buy PlayStation trophies. What? So, like, you know, people make little like real versions of the digital trophies and then you can get them engraved with like the game so i i i really want to get my ghost of tsushima and my horizon zero dawn Mm -hmm. trophies i have got to get (laughs) the jedi fallen order trophy but it's impossible i cannot do it what if you okay because what the button that you pull out the lightsaber is the same that I know exactly what you're thinking. I have tried remapping the buttons and it doesn't work. That wasn't what I was going to okay. say, but that's a good idea. Can you avoid getting one skill and get the other skill first and then kick something and then... No, it can't because you're pulling out the lightsaber. Yeah. That doesn't okay, work. Okay, listeners. I'm sure you've heard this before, but the issue is my last two trophies both involve kicking. I have to kick a goat that has kicked to me first and then I have to kill an enemy completely with kicks. But the button for kick and the button for lightsaber are the same button. <laughs> and it's a timing thing. And there's only so many enemies that are weak enough to be killed by kicking. The problem is they're weak enough that if I hit lightsaber on accident, I instantly kill them. So when i get that you bet your bippy i'm gonna buy a whole fake trophy for it but anyway sorry speaking of etsy now it's my turn to go on a tangent i have recently discovered the joy of etsy which is bad you're talking about the fairy skeleton yes they have so much cool stuff like people are so clever and so cool they have people will create like fake obviously people will create fairy skeletons or whatever or you can get like bat skeletons you can get like so many cool freaking bats freaking bats love halloween someone has this really cool it's like a test tube and they've put uh they've put dried snapdragons in it and it looks like little skeleton faces so cool anyways i'm now obsessed with etsy which is bad if i want to go buy souvenirs at disney (laughs) okay anyway back to the show Mm -hmm. michael was not going for a cheeseburger. Emily, what was he going for? He goes and pays to have Maria sing with the live jazz band. So listen, he does listen. He does care. Also, Maria got him a suit coat with glitter on it to match her glittery dress. (laughs) She doesn't deserve him. No. He's a much better boyfriend than she is a girlfriend. (laughs) But it's a really fun evening. Like, it's, like, they are just having fun and i think these people deserve fun yeah to have a good time after being shot and losing their geologist and just (laughs) all the horrible things that happened yeah where's isabel did we see her at the table 
No, they thought she went off with Dave, maybe? No, maybe. she's got to be at the table. We'll wait till they cut back. Okay. And Michael just sits in the wings and watches her. <laughs> well, I'm there waiting in the wings. I hear my cue. Yeah, because there's Tess and Kyle. They're going to go dance. It's got to be three on one side and three on the other. So Isabel, no, Isabel's not at dinner. No. She's got to show up later, right? Because she ditches Dave. So we're led to believe that she's with Dave right there now. There she is. And then she shows up in like this black leather dress. Sleeveless. It's the same cut as her birthday dress. Oh. She knows what works for her. Yep. And so her and Kyle are talking again because remember she, they were, her and Alex. <laughs> her and Alex are talking because, you know, she kind of like, well, not let him on, but they were like toying with the idea of will they, won't they? And mm-hmm. they, they kind of like mutually decided, won't they? And I have zero sympathy for Isabel. Yeah. She's like, ugh. What is wrong with me? I must be the biggest freak on the planet because I didn't fall instantly in love with this random man I met in the casino. And I'm like, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> she can have any man in the world she wants except for Grant, who is dead. Um, and a geologist. <laughs> <laughs> was a geologist. <laughs> was a geologist. Uh, but I love that her and Kyle. No. <laughs> <laughs> love that her and, and Alex match because he's wearing a leather jacket and she's wearing a leather dress and I love it. But then, guess who shows up to Vegas? <gasps> it's Mr. Maxwell. Didn't leave. And he looks good. He's in, in all black. All black. Black tie, black shirt, black coat. It just looks really, really good. But um, he tells Liz as they're dancing that he saw... He's just like, I saw, like, you and me. Like, we'd just been married in Vegas. And Liz is like, oh, that's weird. Oh, no. What could that be? It's probably nothing. And he, okay, so here's where the answer is. He says it's a memory flash. It felt like a memory flash of something that really happened. And so I don't know if the timelines are, like, merging or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's because they're not being nice enough to test. (laughs) And I think, I don't think Liz was going to tell tell him, but but they made it look like that because she's like, oh, um, Max, you know, that sort of thing. But the song ends. Maria did such a good job. It is their big triumphant moment. <laughs> they all walk into the bridal suite and who's there waiting? It's Father Sheriff. <laughs> Sheriff of a daddy. <laughs> Brother Sheriff. Brother Sheriff. <laughs> And he has tracked their asses down to Las Vegas. That's right, because, okay, we did imagine this in the beginning. When Kyle and Michael are talking, and Michael has the... the um, Gambling book. Gambling book. They're talking in class. Kyle's the one who gets caught, and he is assigned detention at the very beginning of the episode. The reason he's able to track them down is because the principal calls the sheriff saying, your son didn't come to detention. So in a way, this is all Kyle's fault. Okay. Or is it Michael's fault bringing the gambling book to class? So it's all Kyle's fault. (laughs) And Sheriff Valenti has hunted them all down. Now, he's more than just dad mad they went to Vegas. Mm -hmm. What did he think could have happened to them? Well, he tells them no one knew where you were. I thought you had been kidnapped and murdered. Because Because there are people 
after you, you idiot. Aliens have tried to kill you multiple times already. He's like, by 4.30, I was in a panic. It could have been a mass kidnapping or an invasion. You had to be in some kind of trouble. There's no way you'd all take off like that without telling me. Max is like, we took a little vacation. So um, the sheriff calls him out. So, okay. And he's got like a sadness scruff beard on. Yeah. Missing class, he says, is excusable if it saves the planet. He's like, I don't care if it's my planet, your planet, another planet. That is fine. But to go underage gambling. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. And inappropriate. <laughs> and Liz is about to like fall over and die she's getting yelled at by an authority figure so he's gonna tell all of their parents and he's he says i expect all of you back in roswell tomorrow kyle get in the car (laughs) and as they're leaving michael's like "Ugh, i'm glad i'm an orphan and tess says "Ugh, me too and then off screen sheriff yells tess don't make me come back in there (laughs) and she leaves so okay this is the Sheriff Valenti that I grew up with. The one that cares about everybody. <laughs> Instead of, you know, illegally trying to murder people. <laughs> oh. So Max and Michael go out for coffee at like a coffee stand in the hotel courtyard and they've spent the last of the money on it. I am wa- okay, we're watching them prep their coffee and Michael just takes the sugar syrup and just pours it straight into his black coffee, no cream. Not like a little, it's a two shots of vodka. But they have a little follow-up heart-to-heart after their yelling, screaming match in jail. And Max talks about how responsible he feels for everyone. And... That his responsibility is what comes first for him. And he says, sometimes I let that get in the way of showing you how much I'd care. But without you, I'd be lost. Caught in a rad bromance. (laughs) (laughs) But Michael has a really good insight. And he's like, whoever sent us down here was smart. Because they sent us together. And if we stick together, nothing's going to tear us apart. Mm -hmm. Oh, I loved this part. And so they're can go wrong. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm wrong. But they're kind of walking away and they're like, what do you want to do? Should we watch a movie before the thing goes? And he's like, Braveheart. Um, and we get a little thing of Max going, How many times are you can you watch that? And I I just love these little blips. Like when oh, like when Maria and Michael are at the Nookie Motel and we uh-huh. find out like, oh, you know, this is my favorite book is I think it was the Odyssey or whatever. And, you know, just, I, I just love getting like hints of the depth of Michael sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, close your eyes. But why yeah. is Braveheart, why does he watch Braveheart so many times? Because he wants to know how many people die in that movie. And so far he's been able to count up to 220 and that's as far as he's been able to <laughs> nice. get. All right, close your eyes. What's the next one called? The next one is called, hold on. Okay, it's called Hold On. That is not what it is. Okay. It is called, so this is season two. No, stop. Don't look. Don't look. I'm not looking. I skipped multiple ones. It is called Heart of Mine. What do you think it could be? Okay. There's going to be a double entendre. 
there's going to be a crystal literally inside someone's heart. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Future Max comes back. That's more of a wish <laughs> than a real prediction. I love that. I love that very much. And Isabel and Alex are going to get back together. Ooh, there I you like go. that. Those are my guesses. Those are very good guesses. Well, that is the end of our Roswell episode. Megan, thank you for watching this with me. I really oh, appreciate you. Welcome. And we're going to head off. I'm going to go get back to my book. I'm going to skip the cat box. Yay! I believe in you. I believe in you too. Ready, break! Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in and listened to My Sister Made Me View It, the Roswell 1999 edition. We love having you here. We love that you're here listening with us and... I have a good time, and I think Meg has an okay time doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm real concerned that there's another property management company that bought my apartment building. Well, last time we were there, there was a for sale sign in front of it. No, the Ratner property management was already up there. Maybe you should mute the name of the building or whatever. But it doesn't actually say what building they've bought so i'm still thinking this might be a scam just in case okay um thank you to michael biancardi for the use of his song a passing storm we use it in all of our podcast and our other podcasts include my sister made me view it the way of kings and my sister made me view it miscellaneous where for the way of kings we were reading brandon sanderson's stormlight archives where meg is the expert on everything and i am learning as we go and our miscellaneous, the first one we've done so far, is Our Flag Means Death, which is so good. When are we going to do one to watch? We're going to do it soon. Okay. I don't know when, but we will. <laughs> um, tune in a week from today where you can hear our next uh, Stormlight Archive episode. And then a week after that, we'll be back with our next Roswell episode. It just never ends. Hooray. Hooray. Anyways, we got to go. Just remember, drink some water this week. Uh, this is the week, listen, this is one of my favorite things. This is the week between Christmas and New Year's. And I used to hate it as a kid. I used to hate it, hate it, hate it. Because I'm just like, we're not back in school, but it's coming and Christmas is over and that's the fun part and blah, blah, blah. But I've recently seen a bunch of people post like, hey, this is the week to do nothing. Accomplish nothing. Give yourself a break. Take a vacation. You didn't even earn it. Just take it. And I just, I really like that. I have to work. Well, I mean, I have to work too. But like, <laughs> I mean, like, spiritually, ecumenically. Grammatically. Grammatically. So, anyways, we think you guys are great. Uh, just have a good week. And remember, we believe in you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Meow.